Smell the bottle. Welcome to another episode of The Skillful Way with Nerds. I'm the dame with the keys, Class Dean. To my right is the master of words, Toby DePaula. Hello. I got oh. the keys too. No, you don't keys. No. Over yonder is the Q King White Cola. Do you mean Q Cola? Yeah. Uh, everyone go drink it. And it's of good. course, the lady of laughs, Miss Meg Chicka Tickle. Yes, yeah, me. With she our introductions out of the way, head over to Facebook, iTunes, and Podbean. Make sure you search for School for Wayward Nerds and give us a five star rating. Otherwise, we will never stop releasing terrible podcasts. Mm, you're here as our hostage. Yep. Or if you don't like public displays of affection and it's not your thing, you can send us an email, schoolforwaywardnerds at gmail.com. So this week, we are jumping into the pages of Zatanna and learning about her fear of puppets. How do you guys feel about Pinocchio and Friends? How do you guys like a puppet? Pinocchio is a good time. I, like I fucking hated it, it turns out. Oh, it's, it's one of them old Disney movies that doesn't really have a plot, it's just things happen. Yeah. Like Winnie the Pooh and Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. It's just like two minute things all going together. But I like a puppet. It's claymation that fucking wrecks my ass. But puppets yeah. I'm okay with. Okay, well, our story, technically Satana's, starts with a session with Dr. Janet Brody. Um, who is a psychiatrist that it's works in her own It's hard to describe what the fuck realm. that is, yeah. But she's also like a shapeshifter too. Well, she, because she's, she's in ghost. her own realm, so she can like warp her realm to be anyone else's. It's pretty good. Um, and Zatanna reveals that she has a long-standing fear of marionettes. This is something Paul Dini does. Oh, who wrote it? Obviously, we should probably... I was going to do that at the end. Okay. Well, he does this. Just to be awkward. He always does this fucking. He, he does a very good job of, like, giving a character a weakness, but not like a, oh, kryptonite, I guess I'm just gonna lay down kind of level, but, like, enough. He, he adds depth, you know? He does. Mm. He, he do good. I love it. Um. So. I like her, like, description of the worst interaction she's had. Because she really subtly talks about she gets invited to be on a child's cartoon and that um, she, like, works herself up that she's doing it for the kids and it's all for a good reason. But when she gets out onto the stage, she throws up in a green monster's trash can. Yes, I would kill to fucking watch a Sesame Street episode with a Zatanna guest star on it. I don't know. I probably probably just said it, but I was busy trying to figure out the homework question for those who don't know her normal curry is a magician. Yes. Which is one. No, I don't good. care what you think that she We find out why she's a plain magician now. I will trade Man of Steel any day of the week to watch a Sesame Street episode with her puking in, onto Oscar the Wretch. Wow. I would trade the Man of Steel for like half a Dorito of a flavour I don't like. Feed them and close the door. <laughs> um, so. She's like the doctor asks if she's ever been able to control this fear of puppets, and Zatanna has like a flashback to fighting Peyton Riley and Scarface along with Batman. Toby, I, do you want to talk about Peyton? Uh, always, but just I'll keep a brief here. Okay. Get, mentioning Detective Issue Eight Four Three and Eight Four Four, which I know off by heart. When Zatanna and Batman fuck with Peyton Riley, make me very happy. I love those two issues. That's another Paul Dini one too, by the way. I, I like think it's just a Nugent artist, but I could be wrong. I'm going completely off model here. I love when people do the references, but I prefer when it does the little dash and tells you. Because mm. not everyone is an expert that will appreciate the thought. Yeah. I'm sure no one values Peyton Riley as hard as I do anyway. And that was thing. I just, I just like, like that for me. As I'm flipping through this book this week. I legitimately flipped open the page and was just like, oh, Toby's happy. Because neither of us had read this up to this point. Oh, you know something embarrassing? Um, while I was at work, I read Comicsology by myself in a corner. So I don't want to talk to the people. Yeah. But um, I, was re- I was reading Heart of Hush. And at one point in there, Tommy Elliott meets Peyton Riley. And I literally, like, I didn't know she was in it and I spat a pear. 
Oh. With, with like surprise all over myself. <laughs> Everyone's like, what's wrong with you? I said, don't worry about it. Oh no. So good. What other mishaps have you done at work? Oh, nothing that is allegedly. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I got a bunch of spanners now, which is nice. Spanners are good. Are they free? Yeah, well, they're free. Take them home and get some more. Did you take them from work with people? No. They're still at work, so it's not technically a theft. That's true. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's like robbing a bank and then getting them to put all the money in your account so that you no longer have it. (laughs) But it's after your name and everything. If it doesn't leave the place. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's good. Alright, back onto the issue. Um, She ends up having another flashback to an award ceremony when she was a little kid. Um, And one of the, like, performances that night was a man named Oscar Hempel um and they're at I have to bring this up because it's another one of those things if we've actually like looked at going to this place in LA there's a magic castle um and it's got like basically they try to exhibit like magical acts and stuff from like over the years um so she's invited to this award ceremony and Oscar Hample's puppets happen to be there as well and like as they're like doing a little tour of the um, museum Zatanna like freaks out because she thinks that she sees one of the puppets move but obviously they're puppets they couldn't have moved so she's like out on stage getting her award a couple of panels later and she sees a puppet like off stage and so she runs to chase after it um but it's already back in her um like back in the display case so she starts to think that she's going mad um but she remembers seeing oh yeah that's why she was seeing the doctor in the first place yeah because she was like oh yeah i don't like puppets um i googled to see what you were talking about as the reference um for the magic castle in yeah. LA. Turns out she's called Magic Castle in LA. Yeah, that's why I said it was Magic Castle in LA. Fucking real creative name they got there. Remember, because we looked at booking a room there, but I told you it was too hard to get to. Yeah, I wanted to stay at the Redbury, but it's gone now. Um, so, after like going through this story of why she's come to see the Doctor and that, Jana explains that Zatanna's fear of puppets likely comes from something that happened in her childhood. And um, this is where she realizes that she's actually met Oscar Hempel and his puppets before because he was a performer with her father, like I said, in Boston. Um, And during the performance, she had run back to her father's dressing room only to see a robber with a knife, like over a dead body. Um, And her next memory was like waking up the next morning in her hotel room. Um, and her father claimed that she had passed out and the police had taken care of everything. But because she, like, doesn't have this memory, Dr. Jenner's like, you should go home yeah, probably and, something like, sus happened then. meditate on this and see if you can, like, unlock your memories. So Satana goes home. Uh, it's, it's, a well, it's a well-drawn and storytelling scene because as she's leaving Detective Chimp, my boy... He goes in for his appointment and he like opens the door and goes in and now the doctor is a chimp as well. And it just shows Zatanna like walking out into like space time. It's really pretty. But it's just a boring ass clinic office up to that point. It just, it does not hint that it's like a weird spectral thing. Yeah. Um, It's very cool. And it's very, because it's in like its own dimension and locked off and everything. Like there's no... Like, they tell you throughout the story that Dr. Jana will see anyone for any reason, without judgment, without, you know, anything That's like that. That's not true. We'll judge everybody. Um, she reckons that she doesn't, so. Um, um, you, you mentioned the gala, but you did not mention that she, she may have an entire galaxy locked in a dress. Yes. Oh. Weird. Because she, uh, 
she dresses herself and her assistant in fancy gowns, and her dress is full of actual stars. Um, Zatanna, when she gets home, starts looking into her memory of the Os- of the Boston show, and learns that this is the last time that Oscar Hempel was ever seen or heard from. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, the plot thickens. Yeah. Um, she. Um, ends up deciding to enter the realm of dreams to find uh (laughs) who is a nightmare imp who can leap from dream to dream reworking sleepers memories to heighten their anxiety he's like freddy but he looks like Gollum from lord of the rings with big old pointy ears on him that's actually angry and upset he don't like satana from earlier in the uh paul dini run Okay, that's a very good place to stop because so the two met previously when Brother Knight, who we're going to get into, don't worry, um, he employed Lucelli. to meet to mess with Zatanna's dreams. But Zatanna is too smart for him and she ends up bringing him into the real world by like holding onto him as she's waking up from the dream he's interrupting. Hold his hand. Um, and she, like, threatens him that he should join her side of the fight, otherwise she'll send him back through every dream he's ever invaded, and basically that would destroy him. So, he he crosses over. He's like, Zatanna, you're pretty smart, I'm on your side. Um, but... So she uses... Fuseli. It's probably like Fuseli or just some boring name, but when I read it, I can't not read it with a dumb Italian accent at this point. Well, see, I have the issue. I'm pretty sure it's based on a painter from... from uh, I can't remember whether it was Italy or not, but there was a really Dr. famous... Seuss. No, no, there's a really <laughs> famous painter whose last name was Fuseli, and he painted The Nightmare. Ah, that's and like I kind of sat there and like so every time I like go to say it I go to say the entire thing and I'm like stop and Toby had so much fun trying to work out how to say his name that I feel like I should just let him do it because he doesn't get to host this week so I'm like I have to be nice to him um but yeah so they like invade her dream and he tries to like help her clear it up rather than like covering it up um, and they learned that the robber that she remembers was in fact Oscar Hempel and that he was found over a man's body with a knife yeah. and he was all like Hi-ya! and Hi-ya! so John Zatara who is Zatanna's father yes. which I think if you name your daughter Zatanna Zatara you should be shot it's a teacher thing don't worry about it it's not his fault the orig- like the Old us, golden or silver age Justice League had about a million dudes in it all with black slicked back hair, blue eyes, all fucking identical with their handsome ass chins, which I squeeze in when I say that. It's probably not good for the podcast, but I instinctively grabbed at it. Um, they were all the same dude, and eventually someone's like, let's maybe swap one of these out for someone of the vaginal variety. <laughs> and they. Why do you have to put it that way? Because he's disgusting. I'm slowly getting more and more sleepy. But um, they were like, all right, let's change um, the Zatara guy. Let's just make a Zatana. But I don't. I think they called him Zatara a lot of the times, even though it's his last name, which made it kind of weird. But I'm glad they did it, because he doesn't look exactly like Bruce Wayne or Clark Kent or, I don't know, all the other ones. Okay. He's so, got a real thin mustache. Hmm, he's got a Vincent Price mustache. Yes. That's good shit. So Zatara turns Temple into a puppet, which looks it seems pretty fu- regular to him. Like, he seemed like a fucking monster. He's like, fuck you, you can be wood forever. Mm. You don't get the privilege of death or life. Um, and little child Zatanna is left horrified, so Zatara wipes his daughter's memories, because he thinks that that's the best thing to do. Yes, yeah, you just saw him do it like a crime against humanity to a guy. Yeah. Um, the issue ends with Zatanna waking up to realise that she can't move. 
because Puppet Hempel has snuck into her house, gagged her, and tied her to a bed. Um, that's pretty good. I, I like... I like that they all have, like, story arcs, but they're all very contained and simple, bite-sized ones for this era. I mean, but that said, there is still, like, links to what's going on outside of this story arc. Yeah, it's got, like, well-done sort of callbacks in it. Yeah. I like the way it's formatted. Um, I also like the cover art. Um, Trey, do you remember Muhammad, the puppet terrorist? Ahmed. Ahmed, the dead terrorist. Do you remember the um, the old man who he yeah. was friends with? So he's definitely on the cover. And also Big Bird is definitely on that cover, without wow. question. He looks thrills. He's fucking fired up. He, he's jacked. I think that's he's Grover just, as well. He's jacked off. Oh, don't jack off Big Bird. Alright, so uh, the next issue in this series, we learn that Hempel just wants to be a human again because he believes that he was wrongly turned into a puppet. Yeah. Hempel gives his side of the story, claiming that puppets had become culturally irrelevant and his career was going downhill. It's all about that CG, baby. And this is when he was approached to do the magic show with her father in Boston. So he quickly agrees, thinking that this will, like, skyrocket his comeback because, you know, he's getting back on TV and he'll be talked about and stuff like that. Um, but while waiting for his turn to go on, the theatre manager wanted to kick back half of everything Hempel had made that year. When Hempel refused the offer, or the... It's not really an offer, is it? But it refused the... Yeah, a... Uh, he said, no, it's my money, yeah. fuck off. Um, the manager pulled out a knife. Ah, suck a dick. Meaning that he had to kill the manager in self-defense. I, I do like how... I, he, he betrays the time and this is all bullshit, right? Mm. I'm just That, that theory is insane. He's like going to this theater and the owner's like, I want half. And he's like, no. He said, well, I'm going to fucking circumcise you. Yeah. <laughs> like, what a fucking turn of events that is. Um, so he kills the manager and then young Zatanna, like, runs around the corner and is... They're both, like, super panicked. But before he could explain anything, her father turned him into a puppet. So Zatanna feels sorry for Hempel and says that her father was only human, like... Obviously, you've lived in this body for long enough. Yeah, I'd feel it's sorry time for, for you too. to like. I'm I'm gonna undo what my father's, or I'm gonna try to undo what my father's done. Well, this guy's been essentially in the kids are here Toy Story mode. Yeah. For at least fifteen years. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. Um. So the pair head to Shadow Crack, Shadow Crest, in order to find a way to return him into human condition. Shadowcrest is a dope mansion, and I want to see more of it. I, I was going to ask you to tell us about Shadowcrest. There's not much to it. It's the ancestral home. Zatara had it. He keeps a lot of weird shit in there. Zatara uses it sometimes, but not really. I'm pretty sure she used it in Injustice. Doesn't hmm. um, Constantine also use it sometimes? You are thinking of the House of the Secrets? So I was going to say House of M. That ain't it. Um, oh. Yeah, the House of Secrets. The um, House of Boring Characters, if it's what Constantine lives. It sure is, because Elvira used... lived there for a mini-series. Shadowcrest is used with... Um... There's a spooky house full of spooky stuff. No, no, there's another lady that stays there. The me? Oh, Karen, I think it's one of the Marvel women. When she finally like works out her superpowers, Zatanna puts her in there, and then the house kicks her out because she starts being disrespectful to it. I, that sounds like familiar. It does sound familiar as fuck. I I will find it because I know it's a thing that happened. I'm no. I'm like a hundred percent sure it's a thing that. It'll happened. probably be in the notes if, in your podcast app. Yeah. Um. So while they're like, um, they go into. Um, Shadowcrest we head into Zatara's like own personal office do you want me to pause Trey? no it's in um, Camp Down a Total Crisis nice when this person gets kicked out it's like fucking Catwoman's friends 
A holly. Yeah. Haha, she's a little straight urchin. I don't know, but there's there's someone that like they Zatara takes them Zatana takes them in so that they can like test their powers in like a safe place. Yeah. And then she starts like fucking around in there and so the, the house is just like, No, you can't live here anymore. Hmm. And the house kicks her out. And I was like, Yeah. Um, so yes, they go into Zatara's like personal office. And this is where um, Hempel asks why they pretend to be stage music um, magicians when they could, like, obviously have the power that they could take over the world. Yeah. They do want to read why they'd just be normal magicians. It's legitimately, like, it should be the page of two in the book. So Zatanna replies that she's a homo magic, which is an... Homo magi. Yeah. Which is an ancestral species... Um, but they're smart enough to realize that, um, like, they have to use magic properly because when it's used improperly, like, the results of it are terrible. It's... I, I like that it's sort of the plot of the mutants in X-Men, but for well, magical stuff. It's the same as, like, um, in Charmed, um, whenever they, like, the sisters use their magic in a way that would benefit them... It ends up like undoing itself and creating like another issue that they have to fix. Ah, yes, so it's like all bitch. magic has consequences. That's literally the rule of magic. Karma is a big fat titty bitch. Yeah. Um. So while the two of them are like going through Zatara's stuff and explaining like why they do what they do, we have a flash to Don Colton, who is a police investigator. Um. And he's been called to San Quentin Prison as the warden uh, is having issues de- dealing with Brother Knight. Toby, do you know anything about Brother Knight? Uh, not off the top of my why, head. Why he's a barely used in guy. Because he's a punk. Oh, because um, the first story arc of Zatanna is this magical underground guy being like, fuck it, I'm going to take over standard people, mob, gang warfare as well, because fuck yous. And then, yeah, and he gets arrested, you know, stock standard. In a normal, like, a good prison. I'm pretty sure his mind is, like, in hell, but they just arrest his body because he's not in it no more. They're like, I don't know, I guess for the sake of paperwork, we'll arrest it. Yeah, so... It's too confusing to write down any other way. His actual, like, human name is Elden Peck. Mm. Um, and That's he right. was known for... Um, he was trading human souls. Um... He also went around and had, like, a lot of relationships with many women. Oh. And most of them bore him sons, which one of them turns out to be Dale Colton, but we don't find that out yet, just in case you wanted to know. Um, and he is actually the one that stole Zatara's soul. Yeah. Um, so which comes into play later. It gets released, and it's literally a force ghost. Well, it's Pretty released great. thanks to Fusely. Fusely. But that's, he, like, so he, it's really confusing, but, um, well, well, Brother Knight... Let's say for the sake of argument, they've just released a Zatanna trade, which is all of this run, and a couple extra things that Paul Dini's done yeah. of Zatanna, and it's literally coming out at the moment. But, so, Brother Knight employed Fuseli, Fuseli. to, like, destroy her dreams so that she couldn't fight against him. She gets him to change sides and they both go over Brother Knight to release her father's soul, basically. Um, and then, because her father's soul is now, like, okay, Zatanna, like, manages to basically put him in, like, a canatonic state. So he's, like, knocked out. And so they put, like, his basically, like, dead body into the prison. But it's in, like, its own little area. Yeah. Um, but we don't find that out in this issue too much because we don't really need to. Um, I don't think the trade has the um the back issue like one shots in it. No, I don't think so. Um, well, if you're reading this in single issues, there's a fun little uh, mini one shot of Zatanna as a child, and she got braces, mm. and it's just about how having braces is shit, and then a burglar punches her in the mouth. Aww. And then she has to use a fucking speaking spell. Aww. You know, like the one from Toy Story to use her magic. Oh. 
Anyway, so um, we find out that Brother Knight is back. Switch back to Shadowcrest, and Zatanna has found a relic called the Soul Crystal, and she makes Hempel touch it against his will. Because he's, like, telling her that he's being really honest up until this point. Um, And then she's, like, uses her backwards magic, which we haven't... Zatanna's magic spells are you say the words backwards. Yeah. I'm very curious to go back and read her first appearance to see if that's always been the way. But a lot of characters that use magic have dumb little symbols, or they say an abracadabra. You know, they talk in gibberish or use gibberish symbols, but it's really... I think it was a genius move to just have it written backwards in the speech bubbles for the sake of the reader being able to know what's happening. I think it's a smooth move. Yeah. Because once you said that, I, I got it. Hmm. it yeah, it, it, it it's, just it's there for the reader, but takes a it's second to like away. bring it back. I, I like how they've incorporated it into all live-action versions now, too. Because um, she sounds like a spooky record being played backwards. Yeah. So when he touches the crystal, it functions as an extension of karma and reveals the true identity and intentions of whoever touches it. So she starts asking Hempel, like, a bunch of questions. Do you and suck? Do obviously, you he fails them all. Because she's like, did you mean to do it? And he's like, yes. He's like, are you good? Were you he's going like, to kill nah. me? And he's like, yes, I was. Um, and we've learned that um, he like his first job was working as an assistant to a family team of puppet artists, um, and they were going through some like difficulties, um, and they realized that like the only way to make money was on TV. So um, Hempel was trying to convince them to like let him use the puppets on TV. But they kept saying no because they wanted to keep it to themselves. Um, so he set their house on fire. He. Yeah. And he goes on to say that he also drugged them so that they wouldn't wake up while their house was on fire. Um, it fucking cripples me that I'm not allowed to talk about the writers and artists because you're saving it till the end for some reason. But the thoughtful, angry, black-haired strong woman in this scene is new 52 wonder woman identically and it's kind of hard to read this issue well, not not the whole issue but just the scene the second she lo- takes off her hat i'm like well i'm just looking at wonder woman fuck i don't know <laughs> it's really tricky um so when he like he's killed the family he's stolen all their puppets he changes the name to Oscar Hempel and the Marionettes. Really creative name there. But then Mary, like happy, like Mary Melodies. Don't you see, uh, yeah, you silly Philistine? It's important. Um, it's important pun action. And yeah, so he becomes super successful until the basically the market falls out of the Marionettes. Um, and he was. It turns out that the um theatre master wasn't trying to take a cut. He caught Hempel trying to break into the safe box to take all the money. Um, And that when Zatanna had come around the corner, he was going to kill her as well. But because her father realised so quickly, he um, turned him into a puppet. Yeah, got him. But Hempel manages to, like, pull himself away from the crystal... And grabs a bunch of all of the relics. He just grabs fistfuls of weird magical shit. Yeah. And Hoping then one of them will work. Zatanna um, tries to, like, contain whatever's going on. But it ends up that Hempel becomes a man and Zatanna becomes a puppet. Oh. And he manages to use the power of the member berries. Oh, the member berries. To turn on the nostalgia of everyone and bring back Oscar Hempel and the Mary Mary in it. Yeah, he's fucking doing that. Do you reckon we're going to see a Jimmy Neutron reboot anytime soon? Yeah, it's going to be fucking badass. Uh, I want it to be live action. It's gross too, like how he makes it popular and goes on a talk show with Papa Zatanna and he has a like kiss him on the cheek and shit. It's like, well that's terrifying. ZZ! Um, there's also some 
This one has a snake pig to a bad woman. Well, we're not talking about snake pigs, a bad woman. I know. It's just pretty. Um, oh, and an ad for five gum. Mm, that's good shit. Stimulate your senses. Yeah, cow first and chew five gum and then go. <laughs> it's like stimulation. <laughs> yeah, so he. Um, Are we up to issue 11? Yes. That is a fucking pretty ass cover. It is. So it's probably cool. one of like her most popular ones. You know fucking why though? That's definitely out of use. Look at it in the corner. Yeah, there's a spooky boy down there. He, he, go, rawr, rawr. he looks like the emperor. Am I wrong? Kind of. No. <laughs> no, Meg is not wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. I'm, I, I kind of agree, but you know, that's how okay. it is. Okay. So, um, Hempel is on a late night talk show and he tells Antonia Stefanici. I don't know. Okay. You want me to do an Italian accent for that too? No. Being that, racist, <laughs> He plans to add Miss Zizi, which is Zatanna's puppet name, mm-hmm. to his exhibition at the Magic Museum because she was the first puppet that he remade and that her like inspiration should be shared with everyone. He's like, I've had my time with her. You know, she's led me back to fame and fortune. Now she can be admired through glass. <laughs> oh no. Um. But yeah, so he's just being a dick. Yeah. Um. But finally, Zatanna manages to cast a spell on herself so that her mind comes back. Yeah. Because beforehand she'd been like really cloudy and like couldn't focus on stuff. And she can't do that. How can she cast a spell? She has like moments of clarity. So in that moment, she, like, talks her way through and then, like, remembers that she has to say it backwards in order for it to work. But even though she's, like, managed to wake up her mind, she's still a puppet, so she can't move or anything. Or she can't move well, I think is how they, like, put it. Hmm. Um, I know it's a weird fucking weird thing to say, but it does remind me a lot of, like, the morgue section of the Scott Pleasant books in the way that you can't focus because you're dead. Yeah. I know no one's going to understand that reference, but it's that's how I'd explain it to myself. Yeah. And I'm handsome as fuck. Um, so he's, like, talking to her in the dressing room, and all of a sudden, a lady named Terry comes up. Who Terry McGinnis. Who oh. Terry? She's wearing, oh. a, she's wearing a thug life hat. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd describe her as thotty, I guess. I can't argue with that. She's got a white shirt. You mean a stripy red and white shirt? Yeah. And, and then boobies. It's like those pants would not even cover anything. And any stripes. Yeah. They're way too low on a body. Yeah. But she got them love hearts on here, so she's pretty cool. But yeah, so using her. Thoughtness, as Trey would put it. She's got cowboy boots. That's got thought written all over it. Um, she explains that she was sent over to do his makeup for the night, even though he doesn't need it because he's a charming little boy. And so she chloroforms him. I do love that um, it's it's revealed that it's Mikey, her um, stagehand buddy, through the Yay. whole series. And Zatanna's like, oh, my God, it's Mikey. And you look trashy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> she's in a, a bimbo disguise. Yeah, she did good. Yeah. And she fucking... Yeah, she... Oh, no. She Cosby's the man. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Except there's no pudding. <laughs> or jelly. Oh. I want you to molest me, Cosby. That's okay, little boy. Why don't you come on? Take a little drink of this. <laughs> um, we find out that at first Mikey thought that she just found some like hot dude to bang. What Zatanna? Yeah, she ran off. With she some she guy. went hot. Like she was like, oh, she normally like vanishes for a couple of days. It's fine. And then it had been like a week, so she goes to Zatanna's house and sees that there's like cord wrapped around her bed. And she's she like, go and do detective Whoa. work. Hey, she found some. Someone that likes to tie her down, little kinky stuff. Yeah. And then she's gone for like another week. And so she goes back into the house and she's like, Something's wrong. That's Marionette String. 
this is not something kinky. I think she's being kidnapped. Yeah. More detective work than the entire Nolan trilogy. I'm, I'm good like, work, I'm, Mikey. I'm glad it took you like two months to work out that your boss was missing, but good on you. You did it. Yeah. Um. So she basically she puts Zatanna near all the magical stuff, and Zatanna like do tries whatever to shit pull, it is you do with it. Pull all the energy out and try and turn herself back into her. Um. And then... You can do it. Oh, they. she tells her that Brother Knight has escaped. Yeah, and he up to shit. And Zatanna's just like, hey, one fucking thing at a time, okay? Yeah. I'm currently dealing with the fact I'm a puppet. Yeah. Um, oh, no. But suddenly, she didn't Cosby Hempel well enough, and he wakes up. Right. And he's like, no, you can't do this. But um, because the relics are there, it turns him back into a puppet and Zatanna turns back into her human form. Aha! And then um, because, like, her father turned him into a puppet, her magic doesn't work against him. But that doesn't, you know, upset Zatanna. She just puts him inside a large cement vase with a large cement lid and she's like, ha! Stay in there. Fuck her. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck him in there for a bit. She wants a beer. Yeah. yeah, she's like, I've had enough. I want a beer. And then we'll go for this Brother Knight character. Mm. Um, the story arc ends with Satana going back to Dr. Brody and saying that she finally understood like why she'd been afraid all this time. Obviously because a puppet tried to kill her. Well, a man tried to kill her and then he became a puppet and her memory was all fucked with, but... Yeah. yeah. Same Which would thing. have been a complicated day for a therapist to be dealing with. Yeah. Um, and because her father had, like, messed with her brain, she felt like she had been controlled. And so she had kind of felt like a puppet herself. I get it. Now she's not afraid anymore because she's like, that's fine. You know, he did what he thought was right and turned out okay anyway. Um, As she's leaving Dr. Brody's office, though, she finds Brother Knight in the waiting room and asks why he is there. Knight replies that Dr. Brody offers services to all wizards, good and bad. And Zatanna says she hopes that he's here to find forgiveness for all that he's done. But Knight answers that the realm they are in is a place of peace and healing and therefore their conflict on the earthly plane has no meaning here. But she's <laughs> like, you're a piece of shit. He's like, fuck off. What are you going to do about it in here, boy? Yeah. Um, and I like that Brody turns into like a big weird like a demon, demon bitch. bitch. It looks like yeah. a colourful religious. <laughs> yeah. If it had a baby uh, it's with a Wait. Yeah, I can count that. Yeah. Um, and then after that is like something wow. that is so missing from current comics. That's the letters page. Remember those letters to the editor. Yeah. Oh yeah. If it weren't for letter pages, I wouldn't know that there was a Wes Wally in the first year of Harley Quinn, where Batman was like supervising the entire that time. Very tucked away. I but yeah, so it, the whole run's good, but for the sake of fucking time, we can't do what is it like fourteen issues. But it's good timing, though, because it is just being re-released on shelves a little bit extra in it. I'd just say pick it up, because Zatanna is insanely underrated for a it's a It's a really good, like, taster. Like, you're introduced to a lot of places, a lot of... Don't do it. You're introduced to a lot of places, a lot of people, like... Her attitude on multiple different levels. As every there's some of her past stuff, there's some of her, like, current what she's going up to, like, it gives you a really good taste of Zatanna. Like, Brother Knight's created for the book. Yeah. But it also, like, kicks in a lot of, like, mythology of her and her dad and what have you in the puppet. Like, I would read this four-issue series and then go back and read the entire thing because I don't think it, like, would take anything away. Mm. I like her cape in it. Yeah. I like I like her puppet outfit too. Right. You would. It's very 
kind of pin-up-y. Yeah. I hate things like this because I don't understand why I'm DC. But you're very straight-level DC. No, I like all the Lantern Corps and Flash and stuff. Like, I think DC yeah. to me is quality, Marvel is quantity of good characters. Yeah. But, but, like, I look at Zatanna and think I would never read it. I would just go straight to Doctor Strange. That is the pinnacle. You got that good helmet, magic. though. Visual is cool helmet. Doctor Strange doesn't wear a helmet, he has a moustache. Oh, I'm thinking of. No, I mean, like, Doctor Fate. I would God just go it. to Marvel for my magic shit. No, that was and gonna I be my question. Bother with Doctor Strange, not Constantine or Doctor Fate or Zatanna. Like I would not bother because I think Doctor Strange would be better. But then with things like Batman, I'm happy to read Moon Knight and shit. Mm. Like I don't know why, but there's these certain types of characters that I would only bother with one, yeah. and then other things I don't mind. It's the people that you connect with. Yeah, I think so, so you'd like say, Doc, say Doctor Strange. Yeah, if you were going to jump into a magic character, you'd be Doctor Strange. Yeah. What about, just because I know he does more cool weird dimension shit than just I speak backwards because to me that's not even fucking creative. I reckon the dumb orange demon's magic is way more... Etrigan. Yeah. You bitch, I'll kill you. It'd be hard to write everything rhyming and then some douchebag just goes, okay, now write it backwards. Mm-hmm. Roses are red, violets are blue. I am a big turd of a character and I suck. Wow. Okay. How about you? I'd pro- yeah, I'd probably go to Doctor Strange just because the dimension things are really cool. Yeah, and, yeah like they're really... He he's, very, he's very like 70s, he 80s this, psychedelic magic. He has this weird building in the middle of New York. Like he doesn't hide it. Yeah. Hmm. Um, he's like, I'm magic and I'm proud. He's, like in he's, a world of all this shit, like, I know that she uses her magic, magic to do her normal job, but, like, she could just come out that it's all real magic because they only live in a world that is DC. Yeah, so um, she could be like, come see real magic. Fuck all of that other stuff. I'm doing real cool stuff. Um, and I'm doing it real. Um, <laughs> we are here. I, I, we brought up the psychedelic Doctor Strange stuff, so I got a little fun story for you. Um, so that was, I think it was Steve Englehart era Doctor Strange, when it was like really trippy and they added the, you know, that floaty spaceship we saw yeah. in the movie. Um, and there was an issue where this magician was going back in time and stealing magic from other people, like but going backwards as he went. Mm-hmm. And eventually he would become God at the Big Bang. And Stanley's like, no, that's fucked up. You can't have God be a cheeky villain who's time jumping. And they knocked it back. And then the writer or artist, what they did was they were in Texas for a convention or whatever, visiting family something. And they wrote a letter under like a false name as a priest from that town with a postcard on it and everything. It's like, I really like this um, this Doctor Strange book because it's inspiring the children of my congregation to believe in something, and it's all very good and, and I support it. The I don't, but they yeah. wrote this cheeky letter being like, it's amazing, and this, this story arc that they've been working on where this guy's probably going to become God is really good, and I'm excited <laughs> to see where it goes. And then when he, fly, when he lands, the letter's already there. And they're like, you can continue your story because it seems to not be upsetting people. And it's, it was, it was him writing a fucking false letter. That's we probably didn't upset people. I'm, I'm sure it did. I'm, but sure, I'm sure anyone who gave a shit wasn't reading Doctor Strange to notice it anyway. Yeah. What was the final question? Like, hey, Kaya, do you have a favorite? Is, is Zatanna your go-to magic character if you need your fix? Um, I, I think I'm going to start getting into her. Yeah. I think all Has this inspired you a bit? Is too over the top. If I, I find magic, magic very hard. Thing to get into would probably be fucking Harry Potter because they seem pretty easy to. <laughs> you get say, no, I was I literally think, about to say I think how boring I found Harry Potter traumatized me to magic. Yeah, like I, I hate Harry Potter, but every comic magic person I've ever seen can just do anything, mm. and it's stupid. I like um the witches in New York. Well, where it's from? Cards. No. 
from the originals. Oh, yeah. That was a good time. I don't Very like cool. Hocus Pocus. Oh, I hated that. There you go, man. That's the spirit. Ugh. No. It was bad. All right. Hey, Kai, um, you want to actually credit these boys before we move on to homework? Yes. Um, it was Mary Batson and Pocahita out of Shutterpressed. Mary Batson? Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, no, it was too because she's possessed by um, the powers of... Are you about to talk about your abortion? Oh, thank God. So she's evil and mm. Zatanna's trying to teach her to use magic, but she's being way too harsh because she's got, like, Adam powers. Yeah, and she gets kicked out because she's really short-tempered yeah, and, like, impatient. And so the premise is like, you know what? We let you come in here, like, to help you. If you're going to oh. be a bitch, get out. No, yeah, that is. <laughs> like, oh. Catwoman's friend, oh. what's her name? Holly. Her and Harley get recruited as Amazons. That's what happens to them. That's okay. That's an awful book. I, know, I knew it was one of <laughs> the them. The only reason I own all 52 issues is because I wanted the one where Jason Todd gets to be Red Robin. Because oh. it's the first appearance. <laughs> so, obviously, oh. our writers for this issue is Paul Dini. We probably mention him once a month on this show. If you don't know him yet, maybe uh-huh. listen to our back catalogue. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that because we've covered that ground a million times already. Um, and the other person that I have to mention is Cliff Wu This is Cliff Chang. Yeah. Um, Currently doing uh, the, the no, he did the new Fifty Two Wonder Woman. I'm not sure what he's at now. Um, he's worked on a Martian Manhunter. He's worked on um, Detectives, Wonder Woman, Batgirl, Batman Eternal. Um, he's previously worked for Marvel Comics, but on the majority of this, he is both the um, penciler and inker. Um, the colors are usually done by like they get special people in to do them Um, but those are like like there's an Adam Hughes one and there's an Amanda Stefan Rowe, sorry I realised he's a French man not a woman today (laughs) that's my bad I think there's an Amanda (laughs) Connell one in there too I think so it also has one of my favourite pre-52 cover sets ever smack bang the middle of the story arc and it's the ones that are just a white cover with just the character and their symbol on them. She doesn't have a symbol, it's just her case. It does in the single issue. I have no fucking idea why it's edited out of the trade. But, Trey, you like them too, don't you? Yeah, some of them are cool. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's... I think the reason why I like Zatanna um... Because she's flashy and wears a cool suit. Well, it's because, like, even her colouring is so basic mm. i could cosplay as her like easily yeah, but but that's the thing like yeah white black and red is such a like visually pleasing color palette for me yep. that i like automatically go towards that mm. and so that's why i think i'm like you know because i'm so drawn to it visually i'm like yeah i'll i'll read this i really like, I know it's such an easy thing to colour, but even throughout these issues, like, the palette that they use in that is so, like, grabbing just for me that I liked it. So, guys, what is your favourite puppets? Hey, this episode is about puppets. Puppophobia, it turns out, is really what it's called, because I thought that was dumb, but I checked, and that's what it is. Yeah. Mm. Me and Meg have the best two. Yeah, so you got... No, because Toby must steal... Speaking of fears, I'd love to see just a story arc of Zatanna and Scarecrow doing a fight, and she's, like, too spooked to do her words properly or something. Just saying. She can't anymore because she was only afraid of puppets, and now she's not afraid of puppets because she knows why she was afraid of puppets. Yeah, but you throw that fucking gas at her, she'll be scared of her own dick. Everyone gets scared of something. She didn't have one. It's scary. Where'd it go? What is your puppet name? Okay, so... My pick... Was first appeared on um, Cartman gets an anal probe. It's Mr. Hat. Oh shit! Oh. OG. OG Mr. Hat. Remember when he didn't have eyes yet? That's hair. so gross. Yeah. He's a teacher's assistant and he's voiced by Trey Parker. I know, but still, 
He's I didn't know annoying. he voiced him, even though that seems obvious. Yeah, because they voice every dude. It's like two guys. Do you guys know what? You probably do, but this is a pretty cool thing that. Do you guys know what Mr. Garrison's first name is? Fuck. Yeah. I did. Mister. No. I don't yeah. remember. It's Herbert. Oh. Oh, look at that. Yeah, oh. I didn't know that. Oh. Fun fact about the guy that's not a fox. Mine is Ashy Slashy. Yeah. Oh, he's a good one. He's yeah. a good boy. He's so good. Uh, Kai, what about you? Lamb chop. The fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know you guys would hate me. I don't know what that is. is. Why um, did you ask? Is it from like Labyrinth or some shit? It's a sock puppet. <laughs> and it was an anthropomorphic sheep. From what? What are you talking about? You it egg? was it was from Sherry Lewis and Lamb Chop. I don't, what is that? I don't know, but we had a VHS of it growing up, and it was one of those things that like. Is that the one where she make a carrot cake, or is that someone else? I showed you this earlier, and you had no freaking idea what I was talking Toby, about. That was better be the Lamb one I Chop. You what the fuck is that about? That looks so. Uh, yeah. Drunk, like, it was it was one of those case. things that like we used to watch on repeat as kids, oh. and I was trying to think of like. Something that was very and iconic to me, and that no one else would think of. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember what it was. And I, I liked Agro oh. as well. <laughs> we'll bring because him up as the green. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, Mr. Squiggle was a character, but he's not my pick. Um, practically and impressively, uh, all the gremlins are fucking awesome as yeah. far as puppets go. But my real winner is one of those. Puppets, they're essentially a soft puppet that you stand in. And uh-huh. that is HR Puff and stuff, motherfucker. He is the best. Oh, the HR best there ever was. Stuff. I thought you were going to talk Wait, about them. when things get rough. Go to birds. HR Puff yeah, oh, and stuff. Right, can't do it though, but you can't do enough. The, the flute was a bitch. The Beaver is a movie you should all watch. Oh, Everyone knows. Don't spoil it. Oranges, oranges. Who cares? Oranges. I don't know what you're doing anymore. That's from HR Puff and stuff. It's the witch when she dresses up. She's flying in a bathtub, right? Yeah. Wow. 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 Um, everyone watch Mel Gibson's The Beaver. That's about a puppet. Zoom through the spas into a tree. Baby, I could pay you to a kiss from a rose on a grave. And ladies and gentlemen, that's when we end. Hey, um, also, you should listen to back issue episodes. You should subscribe. You should rate and you should review and you should uh, follow us on social media. Uh, I'm Toby DePaul. I'm Kyle. I'm Meg. And try us here too. I like when the one starts singing. Okay. Fair enough. Class dismissed, everybody. Um.